Very well, welcome to another episode of the Response Podcast. I have Gary in front of me who is currently trying to twist his mic. You'd have thought we were a bit more professional than this. Gary, how are you? Not too bad. Gary has come straight from work. It is a uh, McDonald's, of course. Oh, yeah, he's got his wee McCafe coffee here. Yeah. Um, Bacon it's... and egg McMuffin, no cheese. Oh, really? Oh, yes. No cheese. Is I feel it? really terrible admitting that <laughs> to be recorded. <laughs> well, to be fair, but sometimes like, it's necessary. Yeah, I, that's the be- it's the best airport food. Like straight into McDonald's, straight into your wee egg McMuffin. Anyway, Gary, what did we talk about last week? Can you remember? I remember well. We talked a lot about university. Yeah, we did. It was a really long episode. I do apologize for that. And <laughs> um, you can listen to it again on like one times two speed or one point two times speed or double. That's speed. kind of like listening to you normally though. You oh, talk quite quickly. Yeah, I try to do it times 1.2 speed on, like, to edit it, and then I couldn't understand myself. So that's not great. Anyway, we're here this morning, or whenever you're listening to this podcast, to talk about a news item. Gary, you sent me through a news item. I thought it was very relevant, very good thought. It was great to talk about. What was that news item? Well, unless you have literally been living under a rock yep. with no TV or anything else yep. or internet. Um, this has been the week that Donald Trump caught COVID. Yeah. Lots of people I've spoken to about that this week said that with a smile on their face. Yeah. Um, I'm not smiling. Mm-hmm. I think we should probably point out at this juncture that we're not here to pass any comment on the politics of Trump or indeed coronavirus. Yeah. Um, but we thought... Um, well, I thought we thought that um, this was a really good news item to discuss because I think there's lots in that to consider about how, um, like, how should we really respond to that sort of news? Yeah. So a bit of context again. Some people who are listening maybe don't know that coronavirus has spread across the known world and really has you know, affected. It's in the Amazon. <laughs> Is it actually? Yeah. Apparently. Like, my goodness. I know. Well, so there you are. Like, literally, we all probably know somebody who has been affected. I know, Gary, obviously, we've talked about how you've been working in the hospital. <laughs> Sorry for bringing that up again. Um, we know people in the church who have been affected by it. Mm. Um, and probably the own people know people, maybe their next door neighbors or their family member has, has been affected by it as well. But here is the most, technically the most powerful man in the world. Now, of course, we can debate that, whether he is being controlled or whatever else. But again, we don't want to get into that. But here he is, the most powerful man in the world. Someone as well who has come out previously and sort of argued against how effective the coronavirus is or how dangerous, really, it is. And yet here he is succumbed to it. He is. He has got it. And not only that, do you know how he got transported to hospital, Gary? Uh in his helicopter, well, not his helicopter, yeah. Marine One. Yeah, so like an, an actual army helicopter, a military helicopter, an army Which helicopter. Which people had to fly, of course. Yeah, so here he is being airlifted to hospital. <laughs> Live pre- on national TV. Yeah, the President of the United Amazing. States. Yeah. Wow. Well, who, what did you think when you heard? <sighs> to be honest, Gary, I thought it was a bit ironic mm-hmm. because here is someone who <laughs> has said coronavirus I don't know if he's actually said coronavirus isn't real, but he has certainly downplayed its significance mm, and yeah. how... You know, well, how I think f- he definitely is on record as saying that he believes it'll all just go away. Yeah. And, you know... That was many months ago. Yeah, and it's not as bad... You know, it's just as bad as the flu or, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing but the yeah. flu. 
Um, so I did find it, I wouldn't say funny, but certainly ironic <laughs> that he got it. You know what I mean? I, I just think, mm. <laughs> yes, yeah, so ironic. It's like somebody say, oh, I don't even know. I'm not going to try and give an example of irony because I'll, I'll mess it up. But, I, <laughs> but it's, what is it? It's like rain on a, what is it, on your wedding day. Isn't that what the song goes like? Yeah. But that doesn't make sense either. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Sorry? Alanis Morissette. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Who sings that? Very 90s. Yeah. You weren't born until the 90s, were you? 94, yeah, 94. So that song probably was around when I was one or two. Maybe it's your birthday song. Mm, I hope not. <laughs> well, Gary, what did you think? How did you think? Or what did you think whenever you first heard? I think, if I'm honest, what I initially thought was, this is this is not true. Do you yeah, know? Like, yeah. I, I, I thought this is probably a rumour. Yeah. That is gained traction. And yeah, that's fair. More than it is. Um, you maybe thought it was fake news, did you? Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Yeah. Fake news. Um, but I suppose the other thing I thought as well is like, if this is real, like this is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Do you know, because no matter what you think of the Americans or Donald Trump. Yeah. He's an important person. Mm-hmm, definitely. And, you know, the potential for yeah things to get a lot worse yeah. for lots of reasons was yeah. obviously and he had massive. sort of he had openly ignored it as well by having rallies large rallies large supporters and like not parties but you know things to get people together and mm. no face masks were worn I mean <laughs> I still cringe seeing you know, maybe friends who are out um you know, are inside and and are having you know maybe just watching the Northern Ireland match last night you know there's like six of them or seven of them in a house together none of them wearing face masks and you're you sort need of to like, edit that out I need to edit that out. <laughs> no names were discussed. I'm not liable for any. <laughs> I don't know these people. So. <laughs> I know, neither die. It was one of those Facebook friends I haven't seen in 20 years that we right, spoke okay. about. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each um, to their own. <laughs> so I suppose that then leads us on. We've discussed how we sort of responded to that, what we think about it. Gary, how do you think we as Christians should have responded? Or how do you think, uh, let's take a picture from Christ. How do you think Christ would have responded? So I think, um, you know, when you saw the reaction of the media and Twitter and Facebook and all yeah. the rest, um, <laughs> I don't know, was I surprised? Probably not, but in some ways taken aback at how, like, much people were delighting yeah. in it. Yeah. And I certainly think um, that gave me pause for thought. Yeah. Because um, that's really not what we're called yeah. for. Yeah. Um, ultimately... We're called to show, you know, compassion, love, yeah. um, care and concern. Yeah. Um, for those around us. Yeah. Um Yeah. Obviously Jesus is, Jesus said the second greatest commandment after love the Lord your God, um, with all your heart, soul, and mind, is to love thy neighbor as mm-hmm. thyself. Yeah. And you've written down here in the notes as well, you know, Luke 6, 31, do unto others as you would have them do to us. And I think we see Donald Trump as this sort of, you know, we've we've already mentioned it. And so we think, oh, well, you know, it is ironic. And as you say on the internet, on Twitter, you know, everyone was almost venomous Mm. towards him. You know, it serves you right. Oh, you look how the mighty have fallen type thing. Look how stupid you have been. And yet Christ comes and says, imagine if that was 
somebody saying that to you. Now, we all make mistakes. You know, there's no doubt. I haven't worn my face mask everywhere. I should have. I've forgotten it, you know, and, and I've made mistakes. Maybe haven't sanitized my hands as regularly as maybe I should have done or, or whatever. And certainly if I caught the coronavirus, I doubt that people would be screaming in my face, oh, that serves you right for being so stupid. And I certainly wouldn't want people to do that. And yet here are millions of people, genuinely millions of people, venomously mm. hating this man and almost triumphing, you know, winning, feeling that they have won because he caught coronavirus. I mean, that is, it's a sad reflection, isn't it? I think as well, as well as what Jesus said, there's lots of examples of his behavior towards sort of the leadership of the day, yeah. you know, in the Gospels. Yeah. Um, and even, even things like, you know, his reaction to the soldier who Peter's ear, Peter Peter had chopped their ear yeah, off yeah, with his yeah. sword. Yeah. Um, and you kind of think, obviously you can't draw like a direct parallel because it's not the same thing. Yeah, but, well. You know, Peter, or Jesus' first reaction was to show compassion yeah. to that soldier. And he, yeah. you know, he reached out and he healed him. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately I guess we have to look at those examples and try to follow them. Yeah. And that is what we need to model sort of our behavior on, like what yeah. our, our responses yeah. should be. Yeah, that that you you said the key word there really. So you know, it says throughout the gospels quite regularly, you know, Jesus had compassion on them mm. and, and even through the Old Testament as well, when Israel fall away, when Israel turn their back on God, it always says or it usually says, sorry, you know, God had compassion on them. Yeah. You know, he, he it's not that he felt sorry for them, but he just was burdened by what they were going through. He he, he could empathize with them. Um, and I think in that news story, Donald Trump has coronavirus. There is no empathy from anyone. Sure, there's not. And yet, as Christians, that's exactly what we're called to, to have. Yeah, where we're supposed to have empathy towards someone who's going through a difficult time. Um, you have another verse down there as well. I know it's your favorite verse because... You mentioned it on Sunday. It's Micah 6 verse 8. Mm. So you probably knew that off by heart. You're getting your phone out to check here. But I mean, Gary, like we literally prayed it over your, over your son on Sunday morning. I get really morning. nervous recording this. I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to bring my printouts. Uh, I know that. He usually prints out his emails. But because he's from because he's just come from work, uh, listeners, he, he doesn't have his printouts. Uh, so what is Micah 6 verse 8? Yeah, so for the key bit of, of that verse um, is an instruction to... Yeah. Do justice, to love kindness, um, and walk humbly before God. Yeah. And I think actually kindness mm-hmm. is totally underrated. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you've you've mentioned obviously, you know, Twitter and, and the internet and people are, as you say, venomous. Yeah. You know, and there is no there is no kindness, there's no, no. compassion, as we've mentioned as yeah. well. Um and I wonder what that says about sort of or society in general, if yeah. you like, but yeah. um, it's very countercultural. Yeah, um, and that is one of the qualities of the gospel that you come up against all the time. Yeah, you know what we are given the example of is so different. Yeah, to what we see around us. Yeah, um, and that's something that we're called to. Yeah, um, and it's not just called to, but it's something that we should embrace as Christians. Yeah, and we should be. I suppose it's easy to say, but willing to stand out. Yeah. Do you know to be yeah, that different yeah. point of view? 
yeah, even if you were to post, you know, a positive message about it, about you know, that, <laughs> maybe not about him, but <laughs> well, I suppose about him, you know, and, and about the event, you know, here, I'm, you know, instead of saying, oh, he got what he deserved, you know, half at me, this is actually, this is sad. I hope he's not mm. struggling. I hope he's not in pain. I'm, I'm praying yeah. for him at the minute. You know what I mean? He, even in our prayer meeting, uh, we would pray for the government, from our, for mm. our government in yeah. Northern Ireland and for uh, the UK's government as a whole. And I know there are people in our uh, church who do not agree with what our government are doing and what uh, Boris Johnson would do. It's sort of the same sort of thing, but yet they would still pray for him here, give him wisdom. Uh, you know, I hope he recovers from whenever he got coronavirus. You know, hope he recovers. Um, so I suppose then, is there any other biblical wisdom? I suppose we've, we've hit on Micah quite well, the, 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 the kindness, you know, we're supposed to empathize with him. Anything else at all, Gary, you'd like to, to drop in here before we close? Um, I think I suppose the other thing that struck me a wee bit is that um, it's another example of sort of like the uncertainty yeah. that we live in. Um, yeah. Obviously, coronavirus by itself. Um, but, you know, as we said at the beginning, regardless of what you think of someone like Donald Trump, yeah. he's an important person. Yeah. And um, as president of America, like yeah. his, his health and well-being yeah. can have dramatic effects. Yeah. Um, and I think sort of as Christians, it's easy to get wrapped up in a 24-hour news cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you do focus on that, like it's one story, one dramatic yeah. thing after the next, after the yeah. next, mm-hmm. and it's easy to let that become, oh my goodness, you know, like what's going to happen next? Yeah. Like what are we going to hear tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, and people yeah. do say things like that. Yeah. Um, but I find it reassuring that there's so much in Scripture where, mm-hmm. you know, there's very direct yeah. um, messages that speak into that. Yeah. Um, and things like even, you know, Proverbs 21, we've written down here. Yeah. Um, it says, you know, don't, don't boast about tomorrow. Yeah. Because you don't know what it will bring. Yeah. Um, and that's true. And I think, yeah. you know, if the day before Donald Trump tested positive for COVID, you know, we didn't know yeah. that something so dramatic was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, the thing that stays constant for us mm-hmm. um, is Jesus. Yeah. You know, and he... Yeah. He's there throughout it all. Yeah. You might not always be able to see or feel that, um, yeah. but we have such a tremendous reassurance yeah. of what we are actually grounded in. Yeah. You know, there's the most, as we said before, there's the most powerful man in the world, probably, um, and yet he is still able to contract coronavirus. You know, how much more mm-hmm. you know, fragile are we having not? Yeah. You know, we don't have you know, whatever 20 bodyguards around us. We don't have everybody waiting on us hand and foot. Um, but we still have a God who is above all those things. Mm. You know, I would rather have God on my side yeah. um, than those who are looking after Donald Trump. Um, and, and God cares as much for Donald yeah. Trump as he does for us. Yeah. Oh, stunning. Absolutely unbelievable. Gary, thank you so much for this morning coming straight from work. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our podcast. By By the time this podcast is out, we'll have seen you on Friday night for our first 180, maybe even our second 180. I can't really remember what the calendar looks like. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon. Looking forward to it. Oh, <laughs> Response.